Alright, so you were supposed to be going to Brevard this week. Well, first of all, tell people where we're, where we're at. Where are we going? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, Narnemies? Welcome to the Narnemies MTV podcast. We're uh, en route to Jared's place uh, for some, some downhill fun uh, on a Friday slash work because, you know, we got to got to get some work done while we're out there but of course but uh but yeah so i'm sitting here with uh zp uh an old guest we're bringing back on after a long long time and we're here at episode 22 um i'm glad you're uh you're, you're sitting shotgun here zp it would have been a lonely ride without you i know I, I i feel like you thought i was never gonna ride my bike again or that you would ever see me again but i'm here yeah that's correct. I thought you were done. I thought you were completely finished. Retired. Uh, so yeah. So the whole the whole precipice of when we started this conversation was you you weren't supposed to be here. You were supposed to be in Brevard with the brethren on a big uh, Pisgah trip, and uh, and that got downgraded a few times. So quite a bit. What uh, tell the folks uh, what's going on? What it's, happened? Yes. Yeah, you know. If you're on the MTB Brethren text thread, you notice how we don't really ride our bikes that often. <laughs> uh, we just text about it, and then last minute we always say, oh, something came up. So that's basically what happened in a nutshell. But the longer version <laughs> is last week uh, I got to ride in Brevard, Pisgah, which is also a national rainforest, if you didn't know. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they like to remind me that I tell everyone that many times over. I think it's a fun fact. It is a very fun fact. And it did, the weather was perfect. Didn't rain on me at all. I was uh, in the area to hang out with some buddies from college who don't ride. So I rode on my way in. Uh, hit up Black Mountain, did Avery Creek, which was incredible. Super chunky. Um it has some crazy like road gaps I hear on Avery. Like they've got it's like hits the whole way down. There's something you could you could hit. I was by my this is the first time I've done like a big solo ride, so I was taking it somewhat easy. But um, did you run into any people? Yes, I felt more safe because I saw like on the climb there was people that I passed, um, and then at the bottom like people getting ready. I went pretty. Uh, what I was riding around like eleven on a. Thursday, so it wasn't crazy busy, but and it's also I parked in this horse stables, um, Clawhammer Road, which is actually a fun, a pretty fun climb. So you're like just climbing for 60 minutes basically, and then um, and shout out to Trent for helping me figure out my routes. Um, I had like a two-parter planned. Oh, so I, you didn't freehand it? I did not freehand this time, um, and I've been there before, but I haven't hit Avery. I've hit black mountains yeah i've never hit avery either because yeah. and then i looked back on our ride when we went and it was pouring we hit bennett gap first and then did black mountain yeah so avery and bennett are on the same side so i did avery but call hammer road just super long gravel climb so you kind of get in the, the zone um and then hike a bike for like the last 15 minutes to get to the very top of the mountain so that part sucks, but well worth it on the downhill. So anyway, I rode on the way in. Um, then 
No crashes? No crashes. Uh, one like, one like squirrely moment where I just on the chunky downhill, like kind of lost control of the front wheel, but stayed upright and was fine. And it was a good time. Two hour ride. Then. Well, I'm curious because you've been so out of mountain biking, like funny enough when I, my, my like time off mountain biking at most is like a week or two. Yeah. And I usually think, oh, this is going to be horrendous. And I actually feel really good. Did you feel good on that ride? Yeah. Or were you like, oh, dude, I'm so out of bike shape? Great question. Um, I felt like I was in shape, but I did not feel comfortable on the bike. Like, So you were like cardio and like muscle shape. But yeah. as far as like technical comfort riding, that kind of thing. Yeah, wasn't as good. yeah exactly. Like how, picking my lines, like the small little things, keeping your balance. My... <laughs> This is funny. I packed I packed my knee pads and my gloves, so I didn't wear them on the climb. And I got them out at the top of the mountain, and I had two left-handed gloves. Oh, nice! <laughs> so I tried to wear one backwards. I was gonna say, did you go Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, I actually. So I tried to wear one backwards, and it felt so weird because I had padding on the back <laughs> that I literally just took it off and wore one glove on the way down. Uh... Um, but yeah, it just felt off. Like I, th- I would say the first. The climb is whatever. You don't have to be very technical on the climb. But the first, like, five minutes of the downhill, I was like, oh, crap. I haven't done this in a while. So, But it get, it does come back to you quick, too. So on the second half of the downhill, I was fine. Was that the one where you sent me? You smoked Trent? Oh, speaking of. that, No, that was the next day. Oh, okay. So you were warmed up. I was then. warmed up, yes. So the, the two days later... Um, all my college buddies the night before drinking all these rare beers. They're really into, I am too, call them rares, beers that you can't find everywhere. So like we're talking 20 beers from 2017 that have been aged in a barrel, stouts, you know, all this crazy stuff, which. Like name one. I'm just curious. Event Horizon is, they had like three different versions of those. It's uh from Old Hickory. Okay. Um, and it, they're stouts. Stouts are not my favorite. So they're like super dark. Yeah, I'm not sweet. a big I'm not a big stout guy yeah. myself. I like the lighter stuff. So anyway, they're going. They're having a good time Friday night. I'm there too. Um, we're all NC State fans watching the Wolfpack play. All barely beat Virginia, which is really sad. But <laughs> so I'm I go to bed earlier. I don't have I don't drink all the I taste all of them, but don't have as much. So people wake up on Saturday and are feeling like crap. And I'm like, well, I feel great. I'm gonna go ride again. So I cut off that, that first ride, I did half the ride. I just did Avery and then called it. Um, so I went back and did Black, um, Black Mountain, upper, mid, and lower. And that's the part I've been beat Trent on. So same thing, climbing. Climbing was way harder this run, this go round, just because I guess I was, wasn't fresh. Um, but downhill was so fun. I don't remember upper Black being that much fun. It's so flowy. Did you do fast. the upper, upper? Like yes. all the way, yes. like hike a bike up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, I look a two-hour ride, and for ninety minutes of it, I was going up. It only took me thirty minutes to come down upper. And this is the other thing: when you're by yourself, like you're not waiting at the intersections for everybody, you know. So you're just bombing it the whole time. That's true. Yeah. So it was a lot. But in all fairness, Trent does a lot of solo there, so you legit beat him. He wants to get in CrossFit now because he was like, oh. <laughs> 
I can't have this. Oh, did you tell him? I'm oh, yeah. I told him, and he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm confused because I looked at certain parts. I think all three of them together, I beat him by, like, two minutes. But if you just look at upper, I lost to him by, like, three minutes. If you just look at middle, I think I lost to him by two minutes. I'm like, where did I make up this time? Yeah, that doesn't know. really add up. No. <laughs> so, Trent, go beat me. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I'm glad you uh, – I mean – to your point, that's if you're gonna go find your love for mountain biking again, that's the place to do it. Yeah, dude. Once I got out there, weather was perfect. I was like, oh, I remember why I love this so much now. But you're also ruined because that place is three and a half hours away, and yeah. we don't have that. It, close. it did. It was like, oh yeah, I love doing this, and it also reminded me, oh yeah, there's nothing close to Atlanta that's any anything like this. But see, that's the difference between you and me. Like, I could do that, and I'm still happy with doing soap because for me, it's my workout. And it's like, I enjoy it more than a gym. So I'm okay with downgrading back to a local trail. For you, yeah. it sounds like, no, I think you want to keep your workouts, your workouts, and you want to like make your riding just your your special adventure experience exactly. this time. Exactly. That's my, I've always said my favorite type of riding is like the big adventure where you've got three plus hours, preferably with friends, you're out in the woods, the weather's amazing and you're doing a big loop that's like my favorite style so 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 then that brings us back to you're supposed to be there right now again yeah with the brethren <laughs> yes so i got to ride twice i knew that this other trip to brevard was planned the following week but i'm also gone from family so i had the okay to do both but by the time you get back from being gone for a full weekend, you're like, am I really going to leave the family again for another weekend? So, so we're both, both we're supposed to ride. Um, it was Pete Lovelace, uh, David Murray and Stephen Murray. And, um, I think, I don't, I don't know if it was like time restraints or work. We were going to go on Tuesday fr or Thursday, Friday. And so, anyway, last minute, they're like, let's just do something closer instead. So, Was it because of you, or they all also had other stuff going on? I think it was partly because of me, yeah. but they also had other meetings. So it turned into like, oh, I can't ride on Thursday anymore, so let's just do Friday. And then it's like, well, if we're just doing Friday, are we really driving all the way up to Brevard for that? Which so, I've done before, but it is brutal. That is like a we left three and a half hour ride. Yeah, we, I left at like 6 a.m. and then we got home at like... 10 p.m. Really? Yeah. When'd you do that? I did that with my boss. Oh. He uh, he was trying to get to know me. He was new to our company, and he was like, "Let's just go to Pisgah for a day, and I'll drive." So we, and it was my first time at Pisgah, like riding. And he, uh, yeah, we met 6 a.m. We got on the trail by like 9:30. We did Dupont. No, sorry. What did we do? No, we did. Yeah, we did Dupont. A bunch of trails at DuPont in the morning, had a quick lunch, and then went to Pisgah and did black. And then... You did both? Yeah, did both. And then immediately got in the car and came home. Yeah. It was... I was exhausted. I was thinking about, like, locals there, just, like, how spoiled you would be if you lived that in that area. Oh, yeah. Talk about... If that was our soap, if Black Mountain was our soap, how awesome that would be. Yeah pretty crazy i was on the way i forgot i haven't told anybody this i was on the way up and just some bros parked at the horse stables and some guy was like i was like what's up just saying hey and the guy was like oh it's trent what's up dude 
and I had no idea who this was, and he obviously didn't know who I was. But he literally was like, what's up, Trent? I was like, I wonder if he thinks I was Trent. Wait, Trent, like our friend Trent? Yeah, he said Trent. I don't know if a different, different Trent or what. What'd you say? I just pretended like I was Trent. So, <laughs> so what's up? <laughs> Y'all good? That's it. That's hysterical. Oh, man. So, yeah, so Brevard, the second trip was canceled. But then you loop us in. Which I hate to say this, but what? if you look back on the year, do you remember Murray sent out the – the oh schedule on an official PDF official with all the graphics. Yeah. Have we done one of those rides? We've done one. Which one? The cold water. Yeah. And that was it. And then every other one has been <laughs> destroyed. But I get it. I mean, it's hard. It really is hard to juggle for all of us. So so they so they downgraded. They told uh, they told everyone Jake Bull. Yeah, we go from Black Mountain to Jake and Bull. I'm like, no. <laughs> So my argument is, and this is, I mean, we talk about this all too much, but the biggest issue with mountain biking is the drive. It's that takes up half of the time that you're going to ride. You're spending half your time in the car sometimes. So, so my argument was let's drive 30 minutes further to Mulberry Gap to do Bear Hody, which is, I feel like the best within 90 minutes from here. For sure. I would have to agree with you. It's hard to beat it. So, but They've got to get back at a certain time. Then we get looped in with your your group that's going to Jared's today. So then they're down. They're like, all right, fine. Let's finally do Jared's. Then last minute, of course, they're like, oh, it doesn't open until 9. We need to be riding by 7. So now the group split. Half of, it, half of them are at Jake and Bull. I was like, well, I want to go with my friends, so I guess I'll do Jake and Bull. And then Josiah blew up the text chain and made me all mad again. And so I'm, I said, F it, I'm going to Jared's. I'm going to Jared's with my sub friends. With my secondary friends. <laughs> my secondary friends. <laughs> but I need some more gnar in my life. Yes, way more gnar. Well, I'm glad we got, I mean, I'm glad we're sloppy seconds. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I honestly was shocked you ended up changing your mind. But <laughs> Josiah is a very powerful individual. And uh, he has a way of, with words. So. You know what else you say sometimes that really pisses me off is that we always just do whatever Stephen Murray wants to do. And that made me <laughs> want to do the opposite. <laughs> it's true, though. I don't know. It is. It somewhat is true. He's a leader. He just he's a, he's, well, he's magnetic. And, yeah. like, I am, I am drawn to him. I think the guy is awesome. He's so much fun to be around. So it's like. I get it. Like I, when Stephen Murray's doing something, you're like, "Oh, I want to be a part of that." Let's not inflate his ego any too much more. But um, <laughs> there's a reason I'm with you today and not with him. So yeah. Hope he learns his lesson. Well, I doubt yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, Murray and the brethren, we still love you. Um, I'm still have this like glimmer of hope that we're going to show up at Jared's and they're all there. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> but I doubt it. Um, but I do think it's. I think it would be good for them to uh, experience it at some point. Uh, regardless, they may not like it or love it, but I think it's it's one of those one time things you should try just to just to see what it's like because it's very different. It's very different. It's it's more. I was almost thinking like it's more. It's a different sport in some ways. Yeah, it is. I guess that's why, like downhill and cross country, you really when you are first getting into it, you don't realize. But those are like two very different things. No, absolutely. So I guess. On the other side, like you have been starting to get back into cycling, and 
if you guys remember on the, the ZP podcast from a while back, he started out big time as a fixie rider. Oh, yeah. And uh, delivering Jimmy John subs. And I actually saw a picture of you or a picture somewhere. I think it was on your Strava of you delivering or no, you you getting a sub. Yes. On your fixie. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, he's old reliving his old times. Yeah. So tell me about it, dude. It sounds like you got it. You got it back rolling and you're into the fixie stuff. A little. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I updated you on this. So I still have my old fixie. I haven't ridden it a lot because of this inspired me from someone at work who's fixing up their fixed gear. Um, but my gear ratio was basically for flat Raleigh and I could fly on it. Um, but around here, when you're trying to start up a hill on that part of a ratio, like it's just hard to get going. So I was like, if I'm going to have this bike, I want to fix it so I can actually ride it around here, ride it with my girls on the street, whatever. So I got a new free hub, which, which there's a big debate on whether you're like your true fixed gear rider with a fixed hub. So meaning, wait, yeah. So wait, you said a free hub. I didn't think you could have a free hub on a fixie. So it's a single speed. Now. Oh, oh, so, you converted yeah, it. Well, it's a flop, a flip flop. So you literally like on one side of your wheel, if you take it off and flip it around the other cog, you can have one of each. So I still have my old fixed gear cog on one side, which for those who don't know, like you have to, if your wheels moving, your pedals have to be moving. There is no coasting on a fixed gear. Right. So now I flipped it. I have a, an easier ratio so I can climb hills in my neighborhood. And it's a single speed, so I can coast now. So it's not the exact same, but oh, so you did you have to put a brake back on it? So I had to put a brake back on it. Yep. So I had to get a new brake. And that's I think you did that probably for more like safety reasons and like with your kids and stuff like that. So that could ride like in coast with them. Um, yeah. It was and really the gear ratio was the big deal. Like I just wanted to be able to climb hills. Sure. Um, but you could have done that. On I could have done that with a fixed. It yeah. I got a different ratio, but I just. It's like, let's have one of each. I can flip it back and forth if I want. So so what do you think? you like it? I still don't know yet. I rode. So back to like the. So what do you just put a rear brake on it? No, front brake. Just a front brake. Why just a front brake? That seems odd. Wouldn't you put rear? There's debate on this too, but most of your stopping power comes from your front brake. Yeah, I knew that, but that also is where you flip over the bar. Yeah, so you're never like going to jam you're never gonna skid out or anything, yeah. Um, and I put, let's see, I was trying to remember, like, you wanna give signals, right, because you're on a road bike, so like stop, you're using your left hand most of the time, so you put, usually your rear brake's on the right. Oh, weird. So you have, I have oh, a wait, front. Your front's on the right? My front brake on the right. Dude, that has to mess with your mind. Not really, you just get used to it, I don't know. That's how Europeans do it, I, I think. Know, I they know, switch they them. It, yeah. yeah, or moto. Even moto really? switch. Yeah, so a lot of like pro moto riders that get into mountain biking, they flip their brakes because uh -huh. that's what they're used to. Um, what was I going to say? So back to like you got to drive 45 minutes to get to a decent trail. I'm like, I want to fix this bike up so I can walk out my front door, get on my bike, and ride. Um, I rode in a group ride with Todd Trapp back in the day and was one of the scariest things I've done. Like, it was so fast, so many cars, big group. You're like... On that bike? 
not yeah uh, no i borrowed one of his oh. for that one um oh yeah like traditional road traditional riding road. I, i've never really done traditional road riding. it's terrifying dude. it's so scary but it, especially in a group because you're going 30 miles an hour and some there's three people in front of you that are a foot away like yeah i got all into watching the tour de france this year too like oh the, yeah the, uh the special on netflix too it's so good it's so cool yeah so anyway, so I'm like, I want to ride from my house. I want to fix this bike up if I'm going to have it and try it out. So a couple times, like over on lunch break or something, I, I rode around, but it scared me to death. Like cars just flying by. I'm like, someone could be looking down at their phone and I'm just toast. Yeah. I picked out a route that had a bike lane and everything. So it wasn't terrible. My gear ratio is perfect. Just at the end of the day, I'm like, this is a lot of risk for I don't know if it's enough reward so yeah so then I was like yeah maybe I'll just use it to ride over to the grocery store so yeah I went and picked up a, a pub sub one of my faves um, took the book bag bought some groceries rode back the weather getting nice is also a big part of that I'm like I just want to be outside more so yeah so yeah I got it fixed but I haven't I've ridden it like three times I don't does know. it have a uh, skinny road tires on it it does. They're 28. Um, it kind of made me interested in getting into gravel. Well, so that's what I was going to say was I wonder if you if you put more, like, aggressive, a little bit wider, like, gravel tires on it. I've thought about that. That'd be actually pretty sweet because you could also, like, like Trent's really getting into the underbiking thing where he has his steel hardtail that's single speed from his dad. Uh, and he it makes, like, the boring trails that we do way more fun. Does he ride that at soap? Yeah. Uh, and well. and you can like I've seen guys riding drop bar essentially full rigid road bikes with gravel tires yeah. on soap and they're like it makes it so much more fun and they it's exciting and it's a challenge and it's a good better workout and all this stuff so and I almost wonder if you did that you could like I don't I feel like that bike's too small for it but I'm, I'm interested to see what Trent's like yeah because i mean you could i don't know there's i have this map from a guy earl who had a bike shop earl's bike shop closed down he sent me a map of all these it's not really like mountain bike trails they're just gravel roads gravel or like trails through the woods of atlanta so like secret kind of home-built trails through different places and he said they're awesome. I've heard that. And there's, there's tons a lot of, of them. options. Yeah, there. you just gotta. It's you, know, you gotta just search them out. But he, I mean, I should send you this map. It's pretty cool. And I don't know, based on where you live, if you're close enough to them where you could ride from your house. But there's a lot of cool options. Where I agree with you. Like being on the road is, is terrifying. And yeah, I don't know if it's uh, if it's worth it at the end of the day. I, was I got at, hit by a car once. What? Yeah, I from that. Story. Have you told yeah, this no, I think I don't know if I have. I went to. I was going to Simpsonwood, just our local trail uh, near my house. How and long ago was this? It's probably a year and a half ago, and I was just biking on the road, and I was near my neighborhood on the way there, no, on the way back, and it's like. When you go across the entrance to our neighborhood, you kind of go across this road and there's 
it's two lanes, one to come in the neighborhood, one to go out. And I guess I was coming across someone that was coming out and they did this. They did one of the, they did this, but you know how you're supposed to like look back one more time. He's doing a lot of hand motions and head motions right now. If y'all can't Oh yeah. Sorry. I forgot. We're on a podcast. So you look both ways you're supposed to look back one more time. He didn't do that. And I assumed he saw me and, and cause he did this. And then never looked back and just went out. And at this point, my rear tire is in front of his bumper. And okay, so you, he clipped you. He clipped me. Yeah. And my whole bike shot out. And <laughs> I stayed on it somehow. I think God just had his hands on me because I thought I was done. And I felt the whole bike turn out. My derailleur kind of bent. And his whole bumper, like, fell no off. Way. Here's the worst part. It kept going. It was a hit and run. He just, he just, he just Dude, bolted. Left his bumper there? No, the bumper was hanging, uh, dragging on the ground and drove off. Bro, he was scared that he killed you. Yeah. So that shook me. That's scary. And yeah, from there on, I was like, this, I don't know if this is worth it. So I do a lot of sidewalks, even though technically you're not supposed to ride bikes on sidewalks. Yeah. I totally ride on sidewalks <laughs> if I'm riding around. So that's scary. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, yeah, at least you have that as an option, right? Yeah, I was going to, like, so another reason I fixed it up is road biking. Like, I, it's a good recovery. Mountain biking, like, your heart rate's spiking the whole time. You know, road, you can kind of, like, keep your heart rate down. So I was wanting to, yes, I go to the gym a lot. So what's a good outside of the gym, easier you know, get the blood flow going, zone two type of stuff. That's that was another reason. And I feel like gravel would be perfect for that. There's some explain to me zone two. It's it's all the rage right now. It's, it is. Like everyone's yeah. talking about it nonstop. It's kinda I think it's blown out of proportion, but essentially it's like an easy walk, an easy jog where you can still breathe you're supposed to stay it's you have five zones some people say you have six it's basically like not super easy but not super hard and the whole point is when you do that you're you are not to get too sciencey but you're you're building like your mitochondria the powerhouse of the cell to be more efficient at the end of the day you're right before your lactic threat threshold so that's what it's but if you do that, you get a ton of hours at easy. It's not like wrecking you. And whenever you do want to go hard, your body's going to be more efficient at and be able to go, go hard. So I think so, it's blown out of proportion though. But road bikers tend to want to, I hear that a lot staying in zone two kind of when they road bike. Yeah. You want to, the benefits like start once you've done it for more than 45 minutes. So it's just, I don't think it's a huge bang for your buck because it takes so much time. Well, you're a hit guy. You love high intensity. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're not doing anything, like I'm always, I think we talked about this before. If you don't love working out, then zone two might be perfect. Like just get out and walk, get out and ruck, get out on an easy bike, like just move. Movement, movement is good. I mean, I guess thinking back when I got into exercise via mountain biking, I was zone two. Like, I just basically tried to survive and just go at my own pace and not blow myself out and just try to do it every day. 
and that's what I did. I was going to say the opposite though, because when you first start riding, you're not efficient. Your heart rate's going to be through the roof. So like maybe you went slower. Right. I guess that's what I'm saying. But I also didn't push myself. Yeah. You know, which I, (laughs) David uh, Murray and I read, wrote, usually we, when we ride together, we like go all out. I know it's, it's insane. Zone five, like max (laughs) effort, but it is super fun to just be outside and chill and ride. And so that's what I like. That's yeah. so much fun. You're the like, Murray. You're, the Murray rides stress me out a lot. You're time. getting so much faster though. Like so. Anyway, your your zone two now is going to be way faster than what your zone two was right. originally. Right. But, but it's so fun to just get out there and like enjoy and try to take it all in and not like just Macho kill yourself. The whole yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Murray and I rode soap one time, and he still talks about like we had a conversation the whole time. We weren't like trying to kill it. And it was just like one of our favorite rides. Yeah. He, he loves those hot laps and that's so, this and is I'm David, a, this is David Murray. Not oh, Stephen David M. Murray. Oh, okay. Yeah. The real Murray. We call the Stephen Murray's fake Murray FM. I love, I love riding with the real Murray. He cracks me up. Yeah. He's hilarious. And yeah, I don't have to kill myself. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. All right. So, uh, I honestly, we're doing this kind of spur of the moment because I recorded a podcast with Trent this week, but I'm excited to do this one because it's been a while since I've had you on and I, uh, and we have time to kill on our way to Jared's. So what, uh, I guess last time we talked, you, you weren't a big fan of Jared's. You, you had a pretty rough experience. I wasn't with you. Um, but you're with Trent. And I didn't think you'd ever come back here. Why are you coming back right now? I'm coming back because I had so much fun at Black Mountain, probably. Um, but yeah, Jared scared me. There's a lot of big stuff that I think uh, when I rode, I was like, I got to take advantage. My bike was, my Ripmo was newer. I was like riding a ton. I was like, I'm going to push it. And I think I pushed it too much and did some stuff I wasn't ready for. And I got bucked off. I think I fell twice that day, ripped my pants. Yeah, Trent told me it was brutal. There's a good (laughs) picture of a big old hole in my pants. So today I'm trying to, and I'm glad you're here. It was partly because I was also with Trent, who's out of my league. Um, So I'm glad you're here today so I can just go nice and safe, hopefully, with you. Not just me, Alex. Alex is also a very cautious rider. Okay. But the funny part is he had a blast. Yeah, Alex skipped most of the features but he never fell rode his bike and he had a blast although him and i have similar personality types where it's like we don't have to do that stuff to have fun yeah whereas trent and i would say possibly you need (laughs) to have that crazy adrenaline rush of doing something scary in order to have the fun but for us we're like nope not worth it when i was going I was going down black by myself and I went way faster than I planned. And I was like, here I am doing exactly what I said I wasn't going to do. By myself. With no cell phone service. <laughs> and if I fall <laughs> unconscious, it's over. Did your did your wife know that you did? That, that was... Well, we talk about, I don't think our wives actually know what mountain biking really is. They think we're out like riding gravel trails on our mountain bikes. I'm like, no, we're going down ridiculous stuff. Dude, that is, it's funny you say that because... I was just talking to Trent about this. I've 
my family's going to come watch me race the quick oh, six. Yeah. <laughs> this will be the first time my wife sees actually what I ride. Dude, and I'm so I'm, excited you're doing that. I'm going to be in a full face, full pads with people cheering and going, <laughs> throwing myself down the downhill course. It's, I, I, I'm curious as to, I don't think she has any idea. No. Wait, did you, you've taken your kids to see that though? Before. Yeah, I've taken my kids. Oh, your yeah. wife has no, no idea. No, no idea. I think I've, we've done the Greenway and my wife, I'd be like, oh, that's why I ride. And she's like, oh, that looks crazy. But she hasn't actually seen me ride these trails. So uh, we, yeah, I don't think people get it. Like when you hear mountain bike, you, you, if you've never been on a really good trail, then you just don't know. My, we went hiking with my college buddies and we like hiked up, um, I think it's called looking glass rock it's such oh a, yeah it was so cool it was a two and a half mile up trail and it wasn't crazy steep but on the way down there were some cool little sections and i was pointing these out like if i was on my bike right now i would pick this line like it would look like this and they were just blown away they're like i have no idea that you would be even attempt to go down something like this on your bike like yeah and even crazier stuff in some places yeah i don't think people know yeah so she'll find out that's that's uh that's for sure are you doing are you training are you doing anything different for that just riding a lot no i just i'm riding a lot i'm trying to ride big creek more just to get to memorize certain sections of course i don't know the exact course and they're going to create new trails but that was one thing i was going to ask you was i've done an xc race i've never done an enduro and obviously with this especially because it's so short and fast my biggest fear is that I don't ever go full bore like a hundred percent when I train. Like, so yeah. I'm just riding to ride and fitness and whatnot, but I don't do race pace. And I'm wondering, should I start doing more? Cause you can't really ever assimilate, simulate right. a race. Cause you don't have the adrenaline, the people cheering, all that stuff. But I wonder if I need to like, really push myself on some really fast sprint uh downhills and rides at big creek to get more of that so my heart doesn't explode yeah, good, i don't know yeah good question i'm um you definitely should try it i think do you remember too they're gonna do like the pre-course you know yes. practice day you definitely but that's the day that. before yeah so yeah. it's like do you want to blow yourself well, out fitness, the day before i don't know if fitness is going to be as much of a limiting factor for you because you ride like back to the zone two you're in shape enough and you're on your bike enough yeah that i don't think limiting factor is going to be your fitness it's going to be your adrenaline is going to be pumping and i'm going to break myself off on the turn (laughs) exactly it's like how how risky are you willing to be i feel like that's what's going to be so today will honestly probably be great practice like i don't know pick a pick a few runs out of the day instead instead of saying staying completely safe like you always do like yeah and try to put say yeah. this is the one that i'm going to take some chances on you know yeah no that's a good point i need to i need to do that i'm excited to get you out there because there's a few trails that they've opened since you've been out there that i think you're going to enjoy more because the newer trails they're building are longer and i think more fun than the old trails so i think uh you'll like that aspect and that it all of big creek the, those are going to be like pretty short, right? Like today we'll do longer. Stuff yes. Than very now. short. Yeah. I think I, I want to say like the average and granted they make them longer cause they connect them across each other. But I think the average, uh, sections are like 30 seconds 
Like, no, yeah. really short. But I mean, it. they say the whole day you bike 15 miles because you have okay. to go back and forth to. They alternate XC side and DH side, and you, every stage you got to bike back and forth. Um, so, so maybe there is going to be some more pedaling yeah. in there than. But it's a lot of greenway and whatnot. And they time uh, that part though? No, they don't. Oh, oh, oh. So okay. when you pedal across, you have a certain time you have to be there by. Okay. But it's casual pace. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you coming? I definitely want to do the practice day with you. I did that last time with Trent. Were you there that day? No, I couldn't be I there, that day. Was there that day. I was day. out of town that weekend, that, yeah. that whole weekend. I'd love to take my girls to that too. Yeah, um, you should bring oh, them. No, it's it's October fourteenth, right? No, twenty first. Oh, okay. Last year I have I have a CrossFit competition that always falls on that day. You're so. still doing that competition? I thought you were done with Dude, competitions. I just, I just uh, qualified for like a really big event. I finished. It's in. It's gonna be in December in Phoenix. And holy moly! Yeah, congrats, dude. Thank you. That's awesome. I have mixed feelings on it because it's super expensive and I have to fly out. And but it's like a big competition. So part of me is like, maybe I just need to do this once, check it off the list. It's like a national thing. It's uh, you have to. It's called Legends Masters. It's for only thirty-five to thirty-nine is my division. There's forty to forty-four and forty-five to, and all all the way up. But so. To qualify, you have to do like you have to film, you have to turn in, you you got to do five different workouts. Um, so it was like this big ordeal, and I was like, I just want to try it and see where I land, and like the top thirty get to go, and I finished fifth. And holy I, yeah. moly! And I I beat like some OG CrossFit Games athletes, and I was like, wow, I'm apparently need to go do this. So that's cool. We'll see. Yeah, I've got um, my owner from the gym. Uh, and buddy Brandon is going to, he's got family out there. So we're going to stay out there and do that whole ordeal. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I'd rather be spending this money on a trip to Brevard with my friends. Yeah. Know? But this <laughs> seems like a once in a lifetime opportunity. It might, it might be. I want to just cross it off the list. So, well, we definitely got to keep you easy today. I know that's the, that's part, that was part of why I was like, Jake and Bull might be a better, safer <laughs> idea, but yeah, no falling trend for you today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if, if you can, bring the kids i'm telling you they will have a blast this is very family fun they have like a whole festival and you remember when you were on peak bike <laughs> on the in the background yes <laughs> yes you're like guys i finally made it on the peak bike <laughs> as a spectator, as a spectator. <laughs> that's so cool yeah it is it's a really cool event i'm excited for it um I, it's honestly it's not a very high pressure race it's more of just a fun Free for all. I mean, it's a big deal for around here, though. There's not, I mean, I mean, it's not like we have a ton of races to pick from. So, oh, for sure. And people come from all around to it. Yeah. No, they do. It's a good time, but I wouldn't say it's like not serious. Yeah. Pretty serious. No, you're right. You're right. Is Trent uh, doing it again this year? Yeah, he's classing up. Thank good. God. Good. Yeah. <laughs> he did beginner last year. Yeah. Right? So I'm doing beginner. Okay. And I think you've got a shot, dude. I, Trent demolished everybody. Well, Trent demolished everyone. I think I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think I have a, I don't, I definitely don't think I'd win it. I, I think I could podium maybe, yeah. but I don't know. I um, mean, if you think you're in the beginner class, you've probably been on your bike more than anyone in that class. Probably. But I also am risk averse. So like if there's yeah. some huge drop, I probably will take the chicken line around it. Yeah. Um, it it's all about speed. Sometimes it is, faster. you know, Trent didn't do the huge drop, the road gap, and he's yeah. still won. Yeah. 
Oh um, gosh, don't do that. Yeah, that's not worth it. Is that not insane? You saw someone do it recently, yeah, right? Yeah, for the first time. I witnessed someone in person doing it. It was nuts. The speed they had to take and then the impact of that landing, <laughs> it just looks so awful. And if you, it's one of those gaps, like if you don't make it, you are getting bucks off like 20 feet. Oh, yeah. It's diabolical. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Are they doing, they're still doing a bunch of work there. I haven't been to Big Creek. They before. are. Yeah. They, they're doing a ton. They're trying to get it all ready. They're really working on a lot of the flow trails, like slalom and stuff, to try to get the braking bumps out and make oh, yeah. the berms better and um there's they're also they're flagging certain lines new they're creating some new lines um so i think yeah this is supposed to be the biggest one yet and it's sold out faster than anyone in history so for practice you should just ride that section a ton yeah 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 exactly um I don't know. Last time we did this, you were like, man, I wanted to ask you more questions. I do want to ask you questions because you always are the one interviewing everybody. Yeah. Um, Fire away. We t- we talk about like, I don't know, the big, the three big things I feel like for that we have in common. Um, family is always super important. Yep. Uh, you were on a and work obviously takes up a ton of time. Yep. And then like, hobbies like yep. fitness for me biking um and you were gone on a work trip for like a week recently right? yeah yeah what was that what was that like why were you there so it was a work trip uh our company is pretty unique in that we have 150 employees in 31 different countries so remote first and we don't ever get to see each other so okay. because we're so spread out all around the world they once a year do a trip to get everyone together in the same place to meet up and do workshops and get to know each other better. And so last year was in Mexico. It was Cancun. I've been there a ton and it was my dad's 75th birthday. So I couldn't, I couldn't go. Um, it's one of those where it's like highly encouraged, but not mandatory. And so I didn't go last year. The years before that was COVID. So we canceled all of them. Actually the year I started with the company, I was supposed to go to Bali for it and they canceled wow. it because it was 2020 um so they just picked these random places all around the world this year was greece uh specifically the greek island of Rhodes. and honestly i did it because i knew i needed to i needed to meet these people it's been too long i needed to just bite the bullet i really don't i've never been away from my family longer than you know, a few days yeah. and i was gone for a full week and that gave me a lot of anxiety yeah. <laughs> um and it would put a lot on my wife uh, to handle all that. But I was like, and she was very supportive. She was like, you know, you need to do it. That's cool. Once in a lifetime opportunity to see a cool place and have it all paid for. And I thought I was going to get to see a lot more of it. Unfortunately, it was very much a work trip. So, really? yeah, I mean, we were we were in meetings from nine to four every day what? in a conference room oh my God. Um, with this beautiful place around us. And so it ended up being like early mornings, I'd wake up and go explore a little bit. And then we'd have some activities like in the evenings. So I get to, we go to the beach, we go on a boat and, and snorkel a little bit or hike. Um, we checked out the old town. Um, but yeah, it was work. I mean, it was, it was, it was largely work. So did it, uh, I was really anxious in the beginning of the trip and then I kind of got in the zone and really tried to be in the moment and enjoyed it. And, but man, that trip was brutal, dude. Like 
14 hours of flying, seven hour time change. My jet lag was real. Like, I just, I'm glad I don't have to do that often. And you were gone a full week, seven days? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, um, I was wondering if you got to explore, because I know you wanted to ride out there. What was it like? Well, the, the original intention was I found a mountain biking trail. I thought the island was a lot smaller than it is. You never know with scale. It's actually a huge island. It's an hour and a half to drive from one end to the other. Of course, our resort was on the north end. All the mountain biking was on the south end. Uh, And there wasn't a lot of, like, places to get rent bikes. And I only found one on our north end. And it was e-bikes. And there were no trails nearby. And they had to rent it for the whole day. And I only had like a couple hours. But did you, so did you get to hike instead? Yeah. So I just ended up hiking. I did, I did one cool climb on this like cliff overlook. I ended up bouldering, uh, with some buddies. Cool. We like snorkeled and then stopped no at way. some boulders and climbed. That's awesome. Like over, over water. water. Yeah. Over oh, water. Man. And then I was really pissed cause I brought my climbing gear and they went and did uh, legit climbing on a preset wall. And I think they realized I was, I'm not like super good at it by talking <laughs> they dropped you. and yeah they f- forgot to invite oh, me in gosh. quotes and they went and did that um probably better off though because they're elite climbing and i'm used to top rope and uh they're pretty hardcore but um so yeah that was the extent of I, it i uh when we were at top of the looking glass like hiking was so much fun it is it was so fun um and it's different from biking and i was thinking about it's kind of back to that like why I like the gravel road climb. You get to just zone out, you know, and you're in nature and it's beautiful. Kind of the same reason why hiking was so much fun. It's not, you don't have to like pick your lines and you're not, your adrenaline's not rushing. So it's actually made me think about like, that could be a really good thing to get your kids, whole family involved in that everybody can do like hiking. Yeah. And there's some really good trail, like South of soap powers ferry, um, that area on the other side of 285 tons of trails over there absolutely i need to i need to do that for sure because we used to do some hikes my wife likes it um i've been getting my daughter into rock climbing she yeah. really likes that um but yeah you're right we have some great hiking stuff near us that and, then your could, kid, and it's not like your kids can ride everything but they can probably hike everything yeah you know yeah um so yeah i was gone from family for like three days for, and it was like the first two days I was like, I felt so I'm never gone either. I don't travel for work or anything. And I was strictly doing this for fun. Um, so shout out to the wives for allowing it. When I came back, I was like just a fresh perspective of like being thankful for all the little moments, you know, when you're, you're with your family, they're getting bedtime is always a big ordeal. Everyone's crying. Yep. And it's like, so I don't know, maybe it, kind of gave me a fresh perspective of being thankful for those moments, but then also like perspective of it's super valuable also to just get away and reset. Like it is super needed. You're right. I it definitely gave me that perspective. I appreciated it so much more. And yeah, I think I need, I need to do it more often. And, and honestly, so does my wife, you know, say, the wives need to do it. And too. that's the, that's the problem. Most of us, the guys get it more than, like we get yeah. away more than the women yeah. and it's not necessarily due to the fact that we don't like let them. It's the fact that they just don't want to, but they should, they should, you know, get away more because my, it is huge. My wife does a girl's trip every year with her college friends. And then, yeah, I just did that trip with my college friends, but we haven't done it in years. I feel like it's something you should do every 
once a year. At yeah. Least, at least. Yeah. Yep. So that was a that was a great trip. Good perspective. Although it was not for fun, it was yeah. definitely work. And uh, yeah, need to get in some more do of those you, guide trips. Do you have any? So do you have any family trips planned? We don't. Uh, we we're staying put uh, for the long term. Actually, we usually go to North Carolina, um, which I was kind of looking forward to over Thanksgiving. But my wife's family's all split up, so um, doing different things. So we're staying put, um, and we'll be here for the holidays. So we're kind of uh, laying low until the new year, and then we're probably going to plan some trips. We may do a ski trip in the new year nice. um, somewhere, but. No, we're just t- taking it easy. It just, um, yeah, just being in the mountains. I'm like, I love, and the weather's getting amazing. I'm like, I, we just need to get outside. So I'm trying to, I've always debated on like a 10, 20 year goal of like eventually having some some kind of place up in the mountains, which Trent just told me his parents just got a place in yep. Rupert. That is, that is awesome. But um, what are your thoughts on like a vacation spot? I, I debate on whether it's like, obviously it's an investment. It'd be cool. You're eventually you could have your grandkids have, you know, come to the spot. The other side of me is like, you should just save and go to different places and not invest in a one particular spot. Yeah. So I, my thought has changed over the years. My parents were always big invest real estate investment people. And they, and they ended up buying places that also could be used for us to stay in, like a mountain place, a beach place, and then they would rent it out and, yeah. and do all that stuff. And they actually kind of convinced me to not do it. Really? I've Basically, all, all you feel, we felt obligated to go to the same places all the time. Yeah. It ended up being costing us a lot of money. The rentals trashed it. It. It, it just, it became a pain. Now, granted, ours weren't ideal because they're all like four hours away yeah. as opposed to ones that are like two hours or under where you could use it more. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I'm in for the, the getting, getting the getaway place. Um, I'd rather probably save the money and just do it. Um, but you're right. On the flip side, if you don't have the place, you tend to like not go anywhere because yeah. you don't have easy access. So we, we've always said we love the mountains. So if we were to get a place, it probably would be like North Georgia mountains or yeah. you know, right on the border or something within two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Um, that would be fun. And, and I would want it near like water. I love like a Creek a river, a lake, something yeah. like that. Um, fish. Hike, exactly. Hike. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I would consider it, but I've just seen a lot of horror stories around my family around, around how they actually turn out and, and they're really not as much of an investment as, as unless you, unless you make it a pure investment, unless you're like, I'm not going there. I'm using this to rent yeah, yeah. full time, or I'm just not going to treat it as an investment and it's just going to be for fun and I'm just going to use it. Um, so I think the two oh. hours, is, if you're in Atlanta, you don't really have a good beach option. They're no. at least four plus hours away. Yeah. So I think the mountain option that's two hours away, I feel like you just go a lot more, but why not just pick a different Airbnb in a different little mountain town every time, you know? The best is if you have a friend like Trent who has a place. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of hoping that, uh, you know, Booster or Steven gets some sort of uh, getaway that uh-huh. we all uh, can 
can get some access to. My, my, <laughs> my wife grew up going to the beach, so she's way more of a beach person. She also thinks that the kids don't have as much to do if you go to a mountain a mountain house. But I'm like, I just the beach is not my jam. I'm not a not a beach person. I can't see you just sitting around. Exactly. Playing around. It's too boring. It's too boring. Yeah. Well, we are on the back roads uh, heading into Jared's, and we're going to lose service here, and I'm hotspotting it right now. So we're probably going to sign off, and we may actually get back on for the uh, recap little recap post-ride uh, uh, recording. Um, Did you bring beers, by the way? No. <laughs> No but I, they do have them there. Oh, okay. I think now okay. um, they can't sell them legally, but they can, like, for a small donation, <laughs> they can. Uh, you can drink their beer. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Messed that up. Okay. But uh, anyway, yeah, we're gonna go rip. Be back in a jiff. See y'all. All right, so we are back on the way home from Jared's. We survived. You and I did not have any crashes. Oh wait, did you? I had one crash. Okay. Yeah. Um, but all right, Zach, you were just saying you were already saying the the downer, which was what? What do you mean? The the negative thing about this trip? Yeah. Do you want to start on a negative? Well, I don't know. Do you want to end on a negative? That doesn't that sound, sound very a good. good. Point. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying the drive. The drive. The, uh, we went to Jared's. It's far. Uh, we ended up riding. I rode for three hours and thirty minutes, and we're gonna have been in the car for almost exactly three hours and thirty minutes as well. So, Todd Trap has a rule that no matter where you go, you cannot, whatever the activity is, spend less time doing the activity than what you do driving, which I think is a great rule. So, we cut it close, but I think we barely made it. Well, you especially because you flatted. Yeah, that's true. Y'all probably got 30 extra minutes than I did. I had a flat change to the parking lot. But I was surprised, though, how fast I got back. I feel like I only missed two runs. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Pretty efficient. So, yeah, let's 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 start out the recap from the day. So we get there. We get our stuff. We get – we're pretty efficient. Like, we, we started pedaling at 10 a.m., Granted, you can start shuttling at 10 a.m., but we pedaled we over pedal there. to the shuttle. Yeah, you have to pedal to the shuttle. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so we get to the shuttle. We start out in the Tacoma, and they eventually transitioned over to the regular shuttle. Um, but, yeah, talk about that, uh, that first lap back at the bike park. What was that like? Yeah, even starting off, there's no... What did we start off on the very first? Armucci. Wait. Armucci was super fun. Yeah, I don't Armucci. think we started there. Yeah, we did. We started on Armucci. Oh, yeah. It's pretty long, too. Yeah. There's no, like, super easy route. So, even, like, getting over to the shuttle, there's pretty gnarly berms and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah. This is the real deal when you come here. There's no easy way out. So, you don't have a chance to warm up, but we... I guess you can call it quote unquote warmed up on the lower section. Did we do everything on the lower section? We didn't do air supply. No, we, did we didn't. Else. We did everything except for air supply. Which air supply is the huge jump line. So we didn't, 
miss out on much. Yeah, we would have rolled it and probably gone fast, probably gotten more top speed, but oh yeah, good point. Other than that, it uh, we hit we hit all the lower mountain stuff, and uh, I think since you went, your biggest feedback was riding all this stuff was that you were in more control and you had more fun. Than yeah, the last yeah, time. big takeaway. It was second. Second time here, I went a lot safer. Um, didn't try to hit doubles and whatnot, and kept my tires on the ground for the most part, and it was a lot more fun. But um, they also have updated the trails, which I liked a lot of the changes they made. And the, I think he said they y'all, they changed the shuttle road up because it was like a lot faster. I felt like this time, like yeah. you were not on the shuttle very long. Yeah, it's smoother, it's faster. They were very efficient. I mean, we didn't really have to wait on any shuttles for the most part, and it wasn't too crowded. Going on a Friday always helps. Um, and yeah, we got to see Trent do the big drop on Backwoods, which was fun. Uh, we, uh, we, we handled all the lower trails really well, and then decided to go upper mountain and that was Alex's first time, the lawyer, Alex, uh, to, to go upper mountain. And he was chooching on that e-bike. He didn't, he didn't fall all day. He's a great rider. He didn't fall all day. He, he fell on the way up <laughs> because he was in turbo mode on his e-bike <laughs> on a switchback. Yeah. And, uh, he, <laughs> he fell on his way up. Yeah. And on the way down, like surprisingly, I mean, it was a really dry day. Um, it's probably the driest I've ever ridden it and it was pretty loose, but surprisingly the ladybug was in pretty good shape. It wasn't overly crazy loose. Um, I actually think backwoods was looser than ladybug. There were some sections. I think it was backwoods. I mean, it was literally like we were rolling down marbles, like yeah. super steep and just tons of little round pebbles all the way down. Yeah. It was a little sketchy, but yeah it was it was a great uh, time going top mountain alex did awesome he rode the whole thing pretty much and uh, trent had a couple wipeouts uh but granted he was on his on his uh this demo santa cruz he's trying out which funny enough he uh wasn't he was a fan of the travel and he liked the bigger bike but it seems like it was too big of a bike for him too long he doesn't want to go small because then it'd be too tight of a cockpit the reach so i don't know if he's sold on the santa cruz but he's apparently going to ride the mullet nomad now to see if that's any better this afternoon this afternoon we had to head out um but yeah trent had one really scary spill that could have ended really bad where he almost rolled off a cliff but i didn't even think about the reason being him being on a demo bike like yeah, it's just, just a foreign yeah, bike. Yeah, that's you know? a big difference. You're He's, just immediately trying to send it on something you're not comfortable with. Yeah, and he was clipped in, and luckily the, he unclipped, and the bike, <laughs> I guess being a rental, he just was like, screw it, let go of the bike, and the bike went down the cliff, yeah. and he didn't. He but, messed his hand up pretty good. I think he almost, I think he lost a fingernail. Oh, oh, I don't yeah. want to think about that. Yeah, he didn't. He never pulled his glove off to show us. So. He probably didn't want to no, see, look blood, at it. I saw blood coming through. Oh, man. Yeah, he was definitely shook up. 
and then he fell again because I think he was just shook up from that. But other than that, I mean, it was it was awesome. I mean, yeah, you had that flat. Which did you? I had a flat. Yeah. Did you hike down? Yeah, I, I just walked my bike down to the middle section and then rode down with the shuttle from there. But I hit a. I think I was just running too low a tire pressure and hit a sharp rock and I didn't even, it wasn't even a big drop or anything, but must've dented my rim or I got a really old tire or something and started spewing and it was a little bit too big of a hole for the, for the, um, what's it called? The sealant, the sealant to seal up. So yeah. it, thank you for the tube, by the way, I, I've got an extra one I can replace. Yeah. Back. So I rode down with the shuttle back to the car, replaced it, put a tube in real quick got back uh over to the shuttle only missed two runs so what did y'all do what, what did i miss so we did armuchi to dongfeng i didn't know those two connected i thought dongfeng yeah. was at top no because it connects there's into a, it there's a middle connector so we did dongfeng and then we did double wide all the way down um whereas when you did it with us we did the senior discount yeah um and then alex did Kids Eat Free, which is a new tra jump trail, and uh, and that was it. And then you met back up with us, and we did we did that sweet bridge. Yes, that uh, was so cool. Yeah, and the big shoot. Uh, which I was saying, y'all sent a video of that before, and it just looks like it, this is the same always, but it looked like so easy on the video. Yeah, the then GoPro you, effect. Yeah, yeah. Then you see it in real life, and you're like, whoa, that's big. Yeah, it was steep. It was really steep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was a great success. Then we got to hang out with Blair and Jared afterwards, drink some beers and have some lunch. Um, got to talk to them for a while, uh, which was awesome. And uh, Yeah, those are cool dudes. Yeah, it was, it was a good, uh, good day. I, I think great success. We, we already heard from the XE brethren that they <laughs> – had a uh, the rival ride today. The rival ride looked successful. They definitely did more miles, less elevation, but they were pedaling the whole time and they had a mechanical and sounds like they went through some hard times. So yeah, they had an adventure and uh, they're probably more tired than we are, but I have to admit, I think I had more fun. And I would agree. It was uh, it was still a, a great trip, and well, that's an excellent line. Oh yeah, it is. There's pine, um, and so now we're on our way back, about to hit traffic, and uh, yeah, that's that. That was pretty much the ride. I need to let y'all know that Josh, uh, I haven't ridden with you in probably a year, ish, and you've gotten a lot better. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, I followed you for a lot of the day and I was never waiting on you to go faster. So well, talking about training for your big six, I think you're, you're on the right path. All right. Good. Good. Quick six. Quick that's six. all right. At Big yeah. Creek. <laughs> big, big six. <laughs> the big six. Come on with it. Um, no, I appreciate that. All the, all the time, all the reps paying off. Uh, no, I felt good. I felt real in control. I, bike felt good uh, everything held together 
it was, uh, it was a great success. So I don't know. Any, any other thoughts on Jared's? Um, when you come, when you eventually come, I would say, and Blair said this after too, I told them that I rode a lot slower today and had a lot more fun. So he, yeah, he confirmed. He's like, first timers when you come out here, oh, we need to talk about the people that we ran into that drove 13 hours <laughs> to come to this bike park where we're complaining about driving 90 minutes. That sure as hell doesn't follow the Todd <laughs> Trap rule. Yeah, <laughs> the did, whole, I already say, did I already say this? No, you didn't, so, you didn't. You I didn't. I like Todd Trapp's rule. He told me one time, whatever, wherever you're driving to, whatever activity you're doing, you cannot, by any means, spend less time doing the activity than the time that it took to travel there, which I think is a great rule. And we're very close. Um, I'm, I feel like I said this already. Maybe not. No, but, you said it to me, but okay, not on the pod. Right. So... Uh, they did definitely broke that rule because they drove. They drove. Some people were drove from Miami. First of all, why do you have a mountain bike if you live in Miami? And then <laughs> this is apparently like the closest place for them to go. But some of them, there's a girl out there that was just ripping. Uh, others were not as good. But shout out to them for driving 13 hours all the way to Jared. Yeah, that was priceless. These guys get on the shuttle and they're like, it's their first lap and they did simple green, which is not simple and it's not really green. And they just launched themselves. One of the guys apparently off a berm <laughs> and uh, destroyed himself and then was like, I think I'm going to stay, sit out for a while. And I asked them on the shuttle, I was like, so how was it? They're like, it's great. It's a little scary. And it's the first time we've ever had to use our brakes on our mountain bikes because uh, yeah. they live in the flatland. Yeah, he and, said, uh, we're not used to using our brakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think they had a rude awakening. But then uh, I was, when I, after I had my flat, I was uh, with these middle schoolers waiting on the shuttle asking if, and they had come with their mom who drove them out there, was just hanging out. I was like, that's awesome. And, but good for them for being out there. And then I was like, y'all, how did you ditch school today and also talk your mom into driving you out here? <laughs> But apparently they're on fall break. So ah, that's the kicker. Pretty funny. Yeah, no. Blair was basically saying slow is fast. Exactly. Like, yeah. it, essentially, being in control, you actually will go faster if you just keep yourself in control and confident. And just more fun. Like he's he said, everybody comes out so fired up because it's their first time, and it's like you kind of will be tempted to reach beyond what you're actually capable of and spill over a little bit so yeah today i did not do that and i had a lot more fun yeah for sure and uh we had to kind of end the pod early on the way there because we were losing service but i don't know was there anything else you want to talk about in general or questions or anything um before we wrap this up um i don't know my big i guess my biggest question and uh, why do we have all these groups? Why do we have groups that say they like to ride a lot, including myself? I know that there's commitments, but everyone, if you're listening to this and you're on one of those text chains, why don't y'all ride with us? That's what I want to know. I'm asking that audience question. They're probably number one, not listening to this. <laughs> and then probably number two, also not reading our text messages. 
Yeah, I feel like there needs to be a, a calling of the text, like Threat, yeah. like Stephen said. We're just going to start kicking people off. I like that. If you uh, haven't written in the last 12 months, you don't deserve to be on it. Yeah, I think they like to be on it because there's entertainment value and some of the yeah. shit talking. But I think they, uh, yeah, they probably need to be removed. The other thing, honestly, and you can tell me this if I'm doing this wrong, because you were like, that Alex guy, super nice guy. Yeah. I mean, you said the Alex guy. I know. I don't know. I, this I, is my first time meeting him. Yeah, this is your first time meeting him. I've known him for a long time. He's is one he of on my, the MTV thread? No. Okay. And this is what I was going to bring up to you. So you were like, why do we have all this? We have the Narnami Slack channel. We have the MTV Brethren text chain. I have another text chain that's with a whole other group of guys. And so there's like multiple threads and part of it is, uh, part of it's honestly, first off the MTV brethren's not mine. Okay. So it's like, I feel weird. Well, I feel none of ours. We're all stewards. Well, we're all stewards, but at the end of the day, it's Stevens. And so it's no, like, no, 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 I don't give him that credit. Well, he started it. And so I just, I don't feel it's my place to inject my people onto his group. So like essentially, yeah, there's a whole, there's, there's probably like five people I know that ride way more than half those people on that chain, but Steven doesn't know them. Actually, most of you guys don't know them and they're great people like Alex. Why aren't they listeners to the pod? What do you mean? Most of y'all don't know them. Most of the brethren. Is that who we're talking to right now? Well, yeah, I I guess. Okay. Okay. You're addressing the brethren. (laughs) But so you see what I'm saying? It's like. I would love to add those five people, but you're more than welcome to. What do you mean? But I don't know. None of you guys know them, so would That's it be? Totally fine. There's what, what, tons what of be? numbers I don't even have saved on there. Yeah. So I mean, it, point, it, it would it would be helpful, honestly, because then I wouldn't have to. T- <laughs> every time I want to go ride, yeah. I have to like hit up I three different time, groups of people. Every time a podcast comes out, I get a Slack notification, <laughs> and then I get a text message. Well, yeah, because I don't know if you know this, but there are different people on yeah. my Slack than there are on the MTV <laughs> Brethren channel. Yeah. There's some overlap, but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I should say screw it. Just put everyone on, well, the, on I think the Brethren. Well, I should, and then... Can, we get, can you run that by Steven and I, get his no, blessing? No, it doesn't matter. We don't need his approval. <laughs> he doesn't run this. He's a part of the Brethren ship. My biggest It's like qualm, a co-op. No one owns nobody it. Nobody owns it. We're all stewards. <laughs> if you have a bike and you are in Atlanta and you know any of us, you should be. we should all be on the same text thread. That's fine. I own Narnomies. I'm not changing that. <laughs> That's not a co-op. All royalties to you. Yeah, exactly. All royalties go to me. But brethren, all right. My biggest, my, my biggest thing, though, is why have we not had a huge group ride? There's no reason. The last one was Coldwater. How many people? You weren't there. Yes, I was there. That was like, there was like 10 of us. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. So my appointment, the weather's perfect. Now is riding season. If you've made it this long in the podcast and you have not ridden with us, you either need to, A, get off of the text chain. (laughs) Of course you're welcome. Immediately. (laughs) Remove yourself. Of course you're welcome. But I do feel like you have to have ridden once in the last 12 months. If you have not, then why are you on the text chain? Fair. Which, and I'm kind of calling myself out because this might be my, <laughs> this might be my first ride in 12 months. <laughs> uh, it's not, but it's yeah, not, but it's probably like once every three months. We need to pick a day, and I guess I get everybody has work and can't right call off, which is why we need to do it during the week. 
and that's what I'm saying is not <laughs> not everybody can get off work, but let's pick Everyone a date can. that's far enough out that you just ask for vacation days. Exactly. And we go ride. That's my point. My point is it's way harder to do a weekend because we all have families. Everyone has the thing called vacation. You have you have a PTO. Everyone, if you have enough advance notice, can use it. One. I'm all I'm asking for is one vacation day. Everyone can use a vacation day and leave on a Friday or a Thursday, Friday. I was just thinking, and Mulberry would be the perfect, like close enough one day, everybody from Atlanta. Yes. Group ride, big gravel climb, big downhill. It would, it would please everyone. Yes. Everyone would be happy. And it's only an hour and a half drive. And it's only an hour and a half drive. So that's the charge, everyone. We're going to do a bear hoodie day trip, take off a Friday, make it happen, and just do it. Yeah. Big group. And maybe, I mean, maybe we just pick two or three and just like two or three Fridays in October, November, and then whoever can attend the day the most, we nail that in. We don't have to create a like pretty thumbnail about it or anything. <laughs> or graphic or anything. But a flyer? A flyer. But would love to have more people ride together. Yeah. And then we also need to get you to win rock at some point. Yeah, I definitely want to go. But that's more of a commitment. Even bigger commitment. That's a two-day. Yeah. There's no way around it. That's a two-day. Bikes, uh, bikes are fun. That's my big takeaway. Bikes are fun. Every time I ride with Josiah, he'll go, I love mountain biking. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel every time. Uh... I'll decide does look at his mountain bike really in his garage yeah. these days. What was, what was your, I mean, you've been out here so many times. What was different about today? Anything? Uh, honestly, the best part about today for me was the fact that we, there was four of us, Yeah. which made a lot more fun. Like I enjoy having a bigger group and typically I'm only out here with one or two other people. So it was just, it was a good time. I think the biggest group I've come out here with was five. So I was really disappointed if the group didn't splinter. We would have had, like, yeah, like. Oh, yeah, we showed up and people at Jared's were already wearing Narnami gear. Yeah. Amazing. They were sporting the brand. Waiting to roll out the red carpet for us. And no. And then they got Narnami let down because we didn't bring any of the newbies that we said we were going to yeah. bring. Yeah. Which but, apparently is common because other people we ran into said, yeah, I was supposed to be here with two or three other people and they canceled last minute. So. Yeah how it is yep that's how it goes but i still am making it a goal to get more of the brethren out to jared's at least once for the experience we'll see if we ever make that happen i want to do i also want to do stanley gap i was talking to um trent about stanley gap yeah who he said it's a lot of like gnarly downhill but it's up and down the whole time it's not like one big climb and then yeah it's big down. and it's it's pretty technical and we, when we do that, we have to do an overnight, though, because we have to stay at Bailey's Lake House because it's insane. Yeah. It's right on the trail. It's uh, right next to, like, Blue Ridge. Like, you got to have the full experience. Which I think we had that date on the calendar at one point, too, but it got canceled or pushed. Yeah. But, yeah. anyway. Um, have you already talked about on here that story when you – that was Trent's – Trent said that that was the only time he's ever seen you be angry or mean. 
Cause you yeah. Bonked, Cause you bonked on Stanley. Gap. Yeah. No, I ha- I don't know if I have shared that story. So yeah, I did my f- my biggest ride was Stanley Gap. It was your biggest ride ever? Ever, uh, pedal ride, and it was uh, it was with Trent and Bailey and who both of those guys can just pedal forever. They're in insane shape, and I was still like trying to get in shape. So it was I was still pudgy. I was still trying to like. I was still on the upward trajectory and so I probably wasn't ready for it and typical Trent fashion designed the route and we followed the <laughs> the, the Stanley Gap Enduro route which basically means that you're doing all the exterior stuff non-Stanley and then you do Stanley Gap both directions and to put it in perspective most people when they do Stanley Gap you're not doing it both directions you're doing it one way. And so we did it. So you did it twice. Yeah, I did it twice. It was essentially, it was 30 miles and, oh, okay. Texting it was 271. It was, it was 30 miles and they're still saying that's faster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, yeah, I can see why. It was 30 miles and I think it ended up being 4,000 feet of climbing. 30 miles. That's like the biggest day I've ever done. And it took, Six hours riding oh time. Oh my gosh! Because we were. Cause, I was, oh yeah, because none of it's fire roads at all. No, it's all single track. Yeah. It's all like there was some hike a bike. It was brutal, <laughs> and I bonked so hard that I literally cursed out Trent. I was shaking, and I quit. And the last couple miles, they did on their own and had to pick me up because I stopped at a checkpoint and. Uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was the worst. And then I—that's I, also when I herniated a disc in my back, and I've had back problems since. Same, same day. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. Did you, you didn't crash that day? It just nope, hurting. nope. Just it was like chronic. It wasn't like a thing that happened. It was like huh. the next day, my back I couldn't move, and I had back pain for years after that. Because <laughs> this was like two and a half years ago. Um, well, you're definitely in shape now. I already said it. But. Yeah. Um, I still, yeah, when I first, my first, they went to Jake and Bull today. I think one of my first bigger rides, I didn't have a great bike and I'd never just been before and it killed me. So maybe there's people out there that are scared to ride those bigger rides. And I guess I would say it does hurt the first couple of times, but as soon as you've done it before, it's not, it's like the unknown is what's scary. You know what I mean? Like once you've done it once, I think. I feel like you can, if you've ridden your bike for 90 minutes at a time, if you did, if you waited a full year and didn't do that again, you still have, would be able to say, well, at least I've done it before. I can expect what I can expect to know what it's going to feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with you. But I think regardless, like when I do those big pedal days, I, I get anxiety. Like you do, I do. I get, I get, I, I won't ever, I, I won't ever show it. It's just more like, oh, this is going to be really hard. And I hope I don't like get a heat stroke or dehydrate or just fall over. Like, like if I did that Jake and bowl epic with them today, yeah. I would do it and you I'd be totally fine. I would totally do it. I'd be fine. But I definitely would have like a little thing in the back of my head. Just saying like, Oh, here we go. This See, that kind of brutal. Makes, that makes me, that's kind of what I love. Like, am I going to make it? Am I, I going to be okay? Yeah. And I like yeah. it too, but I'm just kind of, being honest with myself that it definitely kind of like 
adds a little stress. That's what's cool about those roads because you're, if it's a four hour ride and you're two hours in, like you have no option. Like, right. You have to make it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, either, no, there's nowhere else you to can't go. Just sit on the side of the trail and wait till someone picks you up. Yeah. Which is what happened. Uh, one of my, one of our bear Hody rides, I had a flat tire in the middle of and had to literally. <laughs> We threw the tree. We threw. I, we told this already, but threw the bike in the tree, and then I had to run the rest of the way down. I Dude, was running, mean. running that would be awful. But at least it was downhill, and I didn't have to run uphill. Most of it was all downhill. Yeah. But I did the the hardest part, all the climbing, and then didn't get rewarded. Just had to run down the hill. <laughs> yeah. I would not enjoy that. I'm not a runner. Uh, Trent is looking at getting a new bike. We talked to them about, which was pretty cool to hear their opinions on what you should look for in a bike. And at the end of the day, the the consensus from on their end seemed like mullet for him. Well, yeah, yeah. It, well, at the end of the day, I feel like he said it's totally personality based and what you like to ride, which of course is the right answer. But they were huge mullet fans, which yeah. makes sense because they spend most of their time at a at a park. So, yeah. But Trent uh, was riding the tall boy, right? No, the mega, mega tower. tower. What's the difference between those two? Tall mega... boy is like what Josiah has. That's it's like the X, trail. XC bike. It's not XC. It's trail though. Yeah, it's it's a 120, 130 bike. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty short travel. So he was riding the big travel bike. One seventy. Yeah. Back. Yeah. And but he was a twenty nine er, so now he's trying the mullet. And... It looks so big. It looks so big. It was a medium, and it looked huge on him. Yeah. That's why I think he needed a small. But he says the reach will be too small. But I think, I think he just doesn't want in the back, in the back of his head. I just don't, doesn't. I don't think a he small. wants to tell people <laughs> I ride a small, a small bike. <laughs> Hard to order a small. I yes, I order. I use the baby gap version <laughs> of a uh, bike. Um, he said he's five nine. That's I think that's a stretch. I think that's a stretch. <laughs> I think he's five seven on a good day. He's a light. Billy Goat. Little Billy Goat. Um, but yeah, Trent was climbing, climbing up the, the top of the mountain. I was pretty impressed. He was somewhat keep trying to keep up with Alex on the e-bike. Um, so yeah, all in all, great day. We're going to get back to our families. And uh, as always, go out and search for your ultimate Narvana. Now get. Any parting words? What's now get from? I don't know. I just say that. Oh. Now get get out and out of here. Go. All right. Enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. See y'all in Mulberry in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Later. Peace.